What do you do when you have five guys with five different points of view, five different opinions, all on one show? Hmm. Sounds like this is going to get ugly. Say what up to Mel, T'Challa, D.A., Nori, and Eggie as they deliver brutal honesty, real talk about whatever. You are now tuned in to the rawest podcast on the planet, Uncensored Mics. All right, Uncensored Mics family, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. The other morning I was watching a interview on The Breakfast Club with Killer Mike, and it was a topic that they touched on in The Breakfast Club that I want to touch on with my Uncensored Mike's family and get your points of views on the pros and cons of public versus private school. Now, I must say, I'm a product of public school. I also have a lot of teachers in my family that taught in public school. I have a few that left and went to teach private school, and not even a year later, they was back teaching public school. So there are some pros and cons to public versus private school. And today, one of the topics we're going to talk about is private versus public school. And I just want to run through my list of pros and cons from my point of view of dealing with uh, being a product of public school and knowing what I've heard or researched about private school. And then I'm going to get the other guy's take on it in a minute. So some of the pros that I see with uh, private school are, you know, they focus on a specific topic or curriculum. You know, the, the, the class sizes are smaller. Um, so the kids get more individual attention and they have better books and supplies and they normally have the budget to be able to get any kind of technology that the kids would need as far as uh, laptops or, or iPads or whatever um, technology that they want to um, use. Some of the cons of it is, you know, the cost is, is very expensive and a lot of the teachers don't have degrees or they don't be required to have a, a, a actual teaching certificate. It's less diverse. They have no specific educational classes that's uh, avail available for special education or special needs kids. So basically, if you have a special needs kid or if you have a kid with a slow learning disability, they're not going to be accepted into that school. And often the students have to take an entrance exam to even be able to be allowed into that school. So you have a kid that can be in public school, a straight A student, but fail on the entrance exam for that private school and they won't let them into the school. And some of the pros from me um, with public school is, you know, it was a more diverse curriculum. In public school, I learned a whole lot with the subjects that they taught. It built community relationship because you have different people being bussed in from multiple communities. And growing up, where I grew up in Miami, we had a very diverse community, but it wasn't a lot of white people. We had a lot of Bahamians and Jamaicans and black Americans. We had uh, some Cubans. So the community was diverse, but for the most part, the school that we attended was pretty much a black school. We had black principals, we had black teachers, the lunchroom lady was black, the custodians was black, the security guards was black. So after Hurricane Andrew hit in Miami, we ended up moving to a place called Sebring, and I attended the public school there, which, which that public school was majority white. So it was like a culture shock to me with going from a public school that was majority black where the teachers cared about you and 
where the lunchroom lady cared about you and talked to you about grades. If you ran into the custodian, he talked to you about grades. The security people kept you in line. So it was more of a community and a, and a close-knit community where the adults in that school, no matter what their job title was, they pretty much kept those kids in, in line. And we had a high graduation rate in that school. To go into a, to a school where I experienced white privilege and you had two black teachers in the whole school and both of them taught ESE or special education. And the thing is, later on, I found out that those two black teachers that taught special education both had master's degrees compared to the white teachers that were teaching all these other subjects only had bachelor's degrees and some only had an associate's degree. Mm. So, you know, there's a lot that we can talk about um, with the pros and cons of public versus private school. But what I can say is I think that if you take the budget, the money, the books and everything that the smaller classes that you give to a private school and implement it into a public school, that I think those public school children will outshine a private school kid all day, every day. Because really, a lot of those private schools, those are sheltered kids where their parents are on the board. And they don't want their kids with the other with other kids nah. in the community. So with other kids with other kids in the community. So we got a, a difference of opinion yeah, here. With other kids yeah. in the community, with other kids in the community. So they won't kind of want to isolate. They kind of want to isolate their kids nah. because be, because given the 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 thing is opportunity. Hey, hey, hold on. Okay. The, let's let's say, let's that, say easy chime because, in because check this out. Right, Eggy. Get it right. But check this out, right? Not bad, though. Yeah. Like, before I talk about my experiments with public school, right? I'm talking about my kids, right? My kid, well, matter of fact, I, I got to go back, right? When my kids came to age, when they had to go to school, I made the decision to put them in private school based off of my experience in public school. When I was, I went to Taft High School in New York in the Bronx, right? The mm -hmm. shit going in was like a fucking airport, dude. Metal detectors, x-ray machines, scans, passers, the whole nine yards. On top of that, in my fucking high school, my class... There was like 40 motherfuckers in our classroom. Teachers didn't give a fuck if you were sleeping, if you was fucking playing with your Game Boy or your whatever the fuck that was popping at. They didn't care. They didn't give two shits, right? My senior year in high school, I had, I had to do two, pretty much two years in one year, right? So, because I fucked up big time my freshman year. Big time fucked up. So, I had to go to night school uh, afternoon or uh, night school. Then there was a school on the week. I had to go to Hostess Community College on the Saturdays. And then every other every other day I had to go I had to go AM class, which I had to be in the classroom by like six o'clock. So for like six or seven thirty. So all them times that I was spending in school was just to make up for my fuck ups, right? So when it comes down towards the end of the school year, I went to my guidance counselor to find out right, where I'm at as far as my credit goes. Yo, she looked at me dead in my face. This is a guidance counselor, right? Guidance counselor is supposed to hold you down, supposed to fucking guide you. My guidance counselor looked at me in my face. And I will never forget her fucking face, dude. Or her name, Miss Turleyki. Fuck you, right? She looked at me dead in my face. And she said, it's better off if you was to drop out and get your GED. Because you never make it out of here. Wow. That's what she told me. I took it upon myself Good to job, go. Good job, guidance counselor. I took it upon myself to go to the fucking principal of the school. I let her know, this is what she told me. This is what it is. What can he do for me? Yo, the principal came upstairs and chewed her out. Made her accept those college courses that I was taking on the weekend. To accept them credits for me to go to high school. I mean, for me to graduate. Your guidance counselor is telling you that. And on top of that, when I was in school, when I was in public school, right? I, I didn't learn shit. Public school for me was a fucking fashion show, dude. You didn't learn shit because it was your mindset. Not it wasn't shit. my mindset. Nah, I got, two, nobody, I got, I got nah. two points. I got two points real quick. Uh, one, you said when you went to public school in, in um, New York, 
your kids go to the, your kids live in Florida, so they would be going to public school in Florida. Right. Um, two, when I was when I was in public school in Miami, it was you can be anything you want to be. When we moved to Seaman, majority white public school, I had a teacher tell me that statistically, by the time I'm 18, I either be dead or in prison or strung out on drugs. So that was the mindset of that was the mindset of that white teacher when I went to that school. But I didn't let that deter me from wanting to be a product of public school. So you can't just condemn because you because you had a bad experience with public school. You can't just tell your kids it's going to be private school because I had a bad experience with uh, no, yes public I can, school. Because that's my choice. Be, yeah. No, but what I'm saying is what I'm saying is, yeah, yeah, you can. But the, but the thing I'm is, a lot nice. of those a lot of those kids. A lot of those kids in public school are sheltered. They have no coping skills. And when they get out into the real private world. School. When, when, you mean private school? In private school. school, yeah. And when they get out into the real world, they can't cope with a lot of stuff because they wasn't exposed to a lot of stuff. Nah, you can't. You they can't, were sheltered from a lot of may, stuff. May, maybe some, but not hey, all. You hey, can't hey, say hey, that. DH time in. He got well, something to say. What I will say on that, um, I have a 14-year-old who's about to be 15. He went to public school in elementary. First through five, pre-K through five, whatever. Middle school. And now his freshman year in high school, he's in private school. So I can't speak from his experience. I know how he was treated. But I can't speak from my experience who I went to public school my whole life. What I will say about public school, man, is as a student, you have to be extremely self-motivated. Big time. To get up out of there. Super focused. You have to be extremely self-motivated because at a public school, the cream rise to the top. Yep. If you at the bottom, it's like, yo, man, once we realize you're special, we're going to treat you like you're special. That's why you see in elementary school, I won awards, principals list. But me, myself, I wasn't extremely self-motivated, nor mainly because of where I grew up at and I was in sports and the music and shit like that. But going to Mel's point and not agreeing with Eggy, I think public school, they don't get the resources they need. Exactly. They do not. Private schools get funded the way they do because of who they have backing them. And I think that's unfair considering I may have a fucking genius of a kid, but let's just keep it a buck. I can't afford a fucking private school. I can't. I'd have to take sh so many shortcuts to afford a private school. It, it wouldn't be fair. It, it, it wouldn't fit my cost of living. I, I just couldn't afford it. So I have to stay on top of my son for him to stay extremely self-motivated. Bruh, you can't find some fucking adults who are self-motivated. Try, try talking to a child to stay self-motivated i think that's hard and i think that's the problem with public versus private schools and that's why i think public schools get such a bad rap because they're treated like stepchildren they're treated like stepchildren and that's the way they look so going to mel's topic point i haven't seen much of the killer mike and dj envy interview breakfast club interview i saw what t'challa posted and it was just an extremely short clip taken from the interview but i think killer mike is right i think he's a hundred percent right get some of these fucking Black millionaires, billionaires, Oprah, Mike, mm -hmm. invest and get. Bro, Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. When I'm looking at my son, private school, bro, the whole fucking school is white. The whole fucking school is white. See, that's crazy. I'm looking at the teachers, bro. I told him last year, and I told my son's mom, all the fucking teachers are white. See, There's no minority teachers. Exactly. See, I, you I don't even have a minority teacher. Exactly. You see, my my kids' private school, they they mix them everybody, Diverse. black, white, poor. It's, it's all mixed and diverse. And see, my sons, my sons isn't. I'm looking at the high school now. It's 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 all white, bro. I'm looking at the basketball team. The basketball team is all white, bro. 
They lose the basketball team. They losing. I think they've only, I think they've only they lost going, like they're going over two. <laughs> they've only lost like one game this year, but wow. they they wow. fucking good. But but that's my point, oh, bro. A basketball team, and I'm not, even, I'm not even. I don't even want to have no stereotypes, right, bro? A basketball team that's all white. Yeah, that's why. What does that tell? What does that tell you about the students who are going to that school? Right. The football. The football team, majority white. Wow. What does that tell you about the student body at that school? Yep. So I'm not saying one is bad and one is. I, th- I just think public school they fighting with one hand behind their back. That's all I'm gonna say. I think when it comes to fighting them versus private school, they fighting with one hand behind their back, and that makes it an unfair fight. That's what I think from my perspective. But on the real shit, I'm glad Eggy said what he said about the New York public school system because time and time again we've heard guys that from New York that we know that make like New York have the best educational school Get system the there is. Get the fuck out of here. That shit is hey, the worst. Hey, have we not? Hey, you know y'all New Yorkers bring right. y'all ass to Florida and it's New York is the greatest place Get to live. In New York, they wouldn't do this. The only in ones the only ones that come out here to Florida and talk that New York tough shit is most of New York them, niggas. No, it's them fucking suckers. The nah. It's no. the soft ones. Hey, That's look, a big oh, fact. Hey. No, no, no. Hold, hold on. Wait. That's a big fact. That's a big fact. And I'm saying that as me being out here, I moved out here to Florida when I was probably about 23, 24 years old. Mm-hmm. And every individual that I ran to that said, Oh, yeah, I'm from New York, Tucson, worked up. I'm looking at them like, Yo, you fucking bozo. Like, you know how stupid you sound? Real ones don't talk like you. Like, shut, shut up. You oh, so you're you saying that prove to me you're from New York, bro. Yeah, I you don't. It. I get it. You don't. I get it. Like, you, you, like, y'all could tell I'm from fucking New York just by the way I talk. The swag and everything. Yeah, yeah, we know you stood in the mirror for a long time and practiced till you got Get the voice the down. Fuck out you you watched Juice and a whole lot of other New York movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you watched all the New York movies. You oh, even went and bought some damn Tims and baggy jeans and shit. We know. Hey, and I we was know born you, with Tims yeah, on. Yeah, you listen. Man. Hey, you listen to Wu Tang and you practice all them voices or whatever. But you fit it. Yeah, but but back to back to the subject. Back to the subject. Nori, what's your take on the pros and cons? I know your wife is a school teacher, so what's your take on the pros and cons of private versus public school? I'm actually torn in the middle, but I'm, I'm honestly leaning towards private just because my son, all the way up to eighth grade, he was in public, which was cool. And then um, ninth grade came around, and the high school that was zoned for is a, is a bad high school. It's a terrible high school, so we had to think about another option for him. And wifey right away said, hey, let's send him to private school. And in my mind, I'm thinking, man, I'm not paying for him to go to school, for grade school. I'm not paying for that. I'll pay for higher education, going to college. But going to grade school, I'm not paying. So me and her went back and forth, back and forth. And then, um, you know, I broke down. I said, okay, we'll let him try to private. So he went to private for ninth and 10th grade. Great experience. Yo, he's a smart kid, so he A, B, on the roll. Teachers were good. They knew the students by name. Cool. Small school, yeah, 15 in the class compared to 30 kids in the class. So that was good. You know, you get, you know, individual help if you need it. So then 11th grade come around. They build a new high school that opens up this year, public school. And I'm zoned for that. It's five minutes from the house. So I give my son the, um, you know, the, hey, make the decision. You want to go to the new public school, brand new, or you want to stay at the private? I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping he chooses public so I can save $500 a month. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. what my but son I, pays. Yeah. Yeah. Some mom pays. Now, yeah, now, real, now real quick, now that you mentioned money, right? Yeah. I got both my son and my daughter in the Christian private school, right? Yeah. There's programs out there that will help you they pay you for the school. Right? Perfect example. I got the step up program for both of my kids. Yeah. And we all work in the same factory. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
Yeah. I qualify. Yeah. And my wife works full time. And I qualify. And I pay out of pocket nothing. Yo. My kids get in free private school. The only thing I'm paying for is their school lunches, right. which is about like about $90 a month. Going to what Nori said, with the discount, with the discount, with scholarships, my son's shit is 500 Yeah. What with, scholarship he got? I don't know. His mom applied for him, but he has a couple of them. 500 and she volunteers at the school to get a discount because <laughs> I did the same thing too Bro. but I pay, I pay zero you, you, you gotta look, there's so many scholarships that you gotta look into that man I got, hey, I, I, hey but I, Nort I, I, I noticed you was like uh, I noticed you was like the, the high school that he was gonna go to is a bad high school so what you define as being a bad high school Um, my daughter my older daughter went to that high school so we had experiences with it already when we went there with her we ran into a little situation with the guidance counselor she was real negative and Guns you could just tell she had that shit. yeah you can tell she just had that attitude as yo i'm here to get a check i really don't care about the kids you could just tell and that's just one person maybe another student or another guidance counselor for another grade might have been different but that one was yeah her attitude was just a Bro, negative god damn guidance counselor yeah. step up what yeah. a good guidance counselor yo a lot of school teachers they they underpaid and overworked but not to completely shit completely shit on, on, on all teachers because in high school I did have a handful of teachers that was on point that gave me that motivation perfect example man shout out to Vincent Conyers man he was my economics teacher like he 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 put it in me like dude like it's people like you that's not supposed to make it so you gotta make sure you make cause they, they not gonna do shit for you like he gave me the real so that's the one thing I like but like I said there was already about two or three teachers like that all the rest of them they just don't care yeah. They really don't care. Yeah, they don't. And like I said, some other teachers might be, you know, more into it and, and, right. and, and stuff. But, you know, I, I came across that bad um, that bad situation, that bad run-in with that guidance counselor. So at I knew. public school. Yeah, yeah at yeah. the public school. Okay. And also, I know that school was in, you know, it was actually in the rough side of town. So the neighborhood was kind of ran right. down. So, right, you know, right. I mean, not to say nothing, but you know what kind of students are going there. A lot of them might be getting in trouble. They ain't got, you know, guidance. They parents probably ain't home. Yeah, you right. Gotta, so what you yeah. think, T'Challa? So you know, hey, you ask me. I'm, I'm, I'm. My kids go to public school. All my, my kids don't went to public school. Um, my daughter went to public school and went to college. Graduated with her degree, masters. So I mean, it, it's all about. For me, it's all about the parent pushing their kids, uh, who they have as teachers who care about them, and um, the mesh of, of the two. Early on, my, my, my younger hit, my, when my kids was younger, they went, to, they went to private school, went to private churches, schools, and stuff like that. But right now, all of them went through public schools. So they just had some good teachers, good and bad uh, along the way. But... Yeah, yeah I'm that's down, cool. I'm, I'm down with the public teachers who care about the kids getting the education and all that. Hey, that's cool. Yo, I, I want to finish my story real quick, too. So my son was going, this school year, he was going 11th grade to the new public high school that was zoned for. He, he went there the for the first school? semester. Yeah, he, he went on ahead and chose it. So I was like, yes, I'm happy <laughs> to save that money. So he went to this new school, and he went there for the first semester. Good grades, everything was good, but he told me some of the stuff that was going on. We're in the class listening to the new Lil Wayne album. Teachers don't care. They listening don't. to the new Lil Wayne album. Yeah, well, I listened to it in the back of class today. Okay, teachers don't care. Um, thirty students in thirty students in the class. The first week they didn't have chairs for five people. Five people had to stand up the whole class because oh, the classes wow. are overcrowded. Oversized. Long story short, we pulled him out of the public school and he's back in the same private school that he was in. 
So they welcome him back with open arms. Hey, he's rolling again back into private school like he never left. He probably shouldn't have left, but hey, <laughs> it is what it is. Hey, to that's, each his own. That's another point I like to bring up to, to all you guys. Do you think when it comes to public school versus private school, do you think the teachers at public school get bad raps? Like, oh man, they just there teaching for a check. They they're not giving they're not giving all they the opportunities get. as the private school teachers. I'm quite sure if you take the public resources. school resources. If you take those if you take those public school teachers and you give them all the resources that you give a private school and the funding to be able to do that stuff, you have some dynamic teachers that can do an outstanding job. But so when you, okay, okay, so wait a minute, wait a minute. So you telling me so you knowing that the public school lacks resources, lacks funding. Everybody know that. So you mean to tell me that you'd rather put your kids through public school instead of private school? Where private school got the resources, smaller classes, more no. attention hey, towards hey, the students? Hey, hey, I'm paying hey, taxes. On. I'm paying hey. taxes. They're taking my tax money. So you think they're going to take my tax money <laughs> they, and somebody else's kid going to benefit from hey, it? Just and because, my, my kid can't? Nah, just because the private I mean, school have the resources and you pay taxes and all that, that don't mean that the teacher going to teach with that enthusiasm yeah. to, to, to teach each and every student. No, that's why you got to do your homework. You got to do your exactly. research. You got to, you know, shopping but, for but shopping me, for schools like shopping let, for a house. Let me ask this. Let me also let me also say this because all, all of my kids have attended. I've, I've attended um, public school. All of my kids have attended public school. And, you know, thank God that my kids from the time they've been in school, even you know my son all have been honor roll students but a lot of the, a lot of the things i i can say the reason why is because as parents we was on them all the time we, we was involved in the education right we emailed the teachers we talked to the teachers we told the teachers if their grades start slipping you know shoot us an email so we can stay on top of them so um a lot of these schools getting a bad rep and you blaming the teachers and the school but also, you got to fault some of these parents for not being as involved in their kids' life and pushing them so and contributing just to like it. like I told you, I think I told you guys off air, where, or I might have been on air, where a kid needs to be extremely self-motivated right. to make it. And from my experience, my son, who's 14, he'll be 15 in a couple months, he needed that structure that a private school provides. Right. Mm -hmm. That one-on-one -on -one time. He needed that mm -hmm. smaller classroom. Right. Bruh. If this little nigga was in a, a, a fucking public school, he'd be wildin'. I know he would. Yo, my son is the same he'd way. He'd be wildin'. But I know. My son get distracted so, I know, so easily. And I'm saying he's not no scholar. He's not no valedictorian. Hey, I mean, don't say that shit he, loud because then he, they going to want to put him on Ritalin and Thurzine. Ain't nobody put no, no, my kids on They're going to label your kids. I have they, a story they, about they label your I have kids. a story about that. They ain't putting my kids on shit. I have a story about that. He was wildin' at a public school in elementary Elementary, he got into this big gang fight in elementary, like the third grade, the whole the whole lunchroom bumping. Boom, boom, third boom, grade, boom. third grade, dude, that's bananas. Uh, that's <laughs> third crazy. grade, so a you, gang you fight. You know what they did? I swear to God, Mel, what they give him? What they try to prescribe him? Really? They said he had ADHD. Yep. Fuck that. That's the first that's thing. That's the that's first what they tried to give him. That's the first. That's the first thing they uh, uh, prescribe. So especially young black like males. Me and his mom. Period. His mom takes him to a counselor, prescribes the young fucking kid, my son, ate with ADHD, prescribes him medicine. Bro, the medicine keeps him up at night. He can't sleep. He's taking the shit and he's falling asleep in school. Can't sleep. Well, see, that's another thing. Eat. Yep. That's wild, at, at the elementary school. But instead of getting to know what type of student you have, right. you say he's unruly, mm -hmm. he's belligerent, mm -hmm. he don't listen, let's kick him out. Mm -hmm. He goes to a public school. The minute he goes to a, I mean, I'm sorry, the minute he goes to a private school, 
from the sixth grade on, no issues. No issues. But guess what? Now I have a different type of energy from that private school because he's being targeted. I, I feel as though I can only give you my experience. What you mean he's I being think targeted? Unjustly by teachers, the kid has dreads. He had dreads in middle school. He cut him off in the eighth grade. His choice. But the, the principal says, oh, you don't ever think about getting a haircut? Shit like that. Yeah, it's very subtle. Yeah. It's very subtle. You know what I'm saying? But it's shit like that to where this this place, the energy at this place is bad. It's funny that you say this occurred with your son when he was in third grade because they used the test scores. You're talking about from, the prescribing of medicine. Yeah. They used the test scores from black and brown boys in the third grade to determine how many prisons that they're going to build in the future. So if you want to diminish the mindset of them, you start pumping that poison in them at a young age. So by the time they get to sixth grade, then they're already lost. So from third grade to sixth grade, they're already lost. And the side effects alone is what deterred them from even being able to learn. And going to your point, bro, you want to prescribe a child a third grade of medicine. No, motherfucker. He don't have ADHD. He's a kid. That's crazy. Bro, my son, I have two. I'm sorry. I have two, just to clarify. The seven-year-old, this little dude can go from eating, he'll jump up, start dancing to the TV. (laughs) He'll run to the kitchen to get a drink. He'll run back to the TV. He'll go sit down, finish eating. He'll lay down on the couch to watch an iPad. And this is all within 10 to 15 minutes. You just described my son. He to don't a have T. He don't have ADHD. <laughs> you described my son to a yeah. fucking T. He bro. don't have ADHD. He's a seven-year-old. Yes. He has a seven-year-old. Yes. And he they don't stay on much for long. Nope. Even with things they're interested Very in. Very adventurous. Yep. So that may be the fault of these teachers that they, don't have they quit to the prescribe pa- stuff. The, yep. That's quick to prescribe and, and, and don't and, have the patience to be dealing with children. Because and, they're children. And, right. and so many of the teachers are so young, they don't even have kids. They're children. So, so you wouldn't even understand. Dealing with children. Exactly. You wouldn't even understand that that's right. the norm. You wouldn't understand that that's the norm for a six-year-old, for a seven-year-old. And the thing is, if you paid attention in school, dumbass, excuse me, no pun intended, but if you paid attention in school, um, you will see that when they teaching you about adolescence, a lot of the things that these kids are actually doing they tell you that they're going to do this. That's why they try to put together a um, curriculum for you to do a lesson plan to put things in place to be able to keep do things to keep their attention. But when you're filling out the lesson plan, the lesson plan don't say you're supposed to have the kids sitting there all day. It say from this time to this time, we're going to be doing this. From this time to this time, we're going to be doing that. These teachers, they go out them got themselves. So they coming into work. They coming into work after being out with their girls or their sorority sisters all night. And then they want the kid to just sit there in one, one spot all day and they're not teaching nothing. The time they move or get antsy, they want to label them. Yeah. Right. And, and, and going back to the whole thing, see, not, not all private schools, don't get it twisted, not all private schools are good, right? Because the first private school I put my son and daughter in, it was cool, but there was a little bit too fancy. When I say fancy, um, everything, the expectation as far as like mandatory for them to have high grades, they got to do this, they got to do that. And on top of that... You know, the teachers in this particular private school, they didn't look like you and me. They didn't look like my daughter, right? They didn't look like my son. So me and my wife had to take a step back and like, yo, listen, we got to we gotta go shopping for a different school because it's school, you know what I mean? It's too, too, too whitewashed. Too bougie? <laughs> too, 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 too bougie. bougie? Too white. Like, they, they, they wasn't looking like my son and my daughter, right? So now when we went looking for another private school, 
we went we went hopping around looking at so many different schools. And then when we finally found a school that was right for them, bro, classroom was small, less than it was less than uh, less than ten or twelve students. There was two teachers per classroom. And on top of that, once they see a particular student that's advanced and the other student that's a little bit behind, so what they do is that they they'll they have the student that's more advanced sit next to the student that's a little bit behind and have to be a mentor so like that it doesn't feel like the kid is being isolated oh i'm a dummy so i gotta be in this special ed classroom now he's being he's being guided by a student from the same age group so he, the kid doesn't feel stupid so they use peer they use um, they use that peer-to-peer -peer joint yeah in, in the classroom on the top of that there's a there's a teacher and a teacher aide and they so hands-on with the students bro so hands on with the students and at that point I was like yo this is the school for them mm -hmm. this is the school for them this is what I made in love this, this is what I'm in love with right now and since then yo my son and my daughter my son and my daughter when they was in the other private school they were just they was average when they went to this one yo principal list dean's list all eight honor rule all of that stuff bro and it, it was able to flourish dude cause, cause of the way the classroom was set up and how everything was mapped out for them mm -hmm. and going off a point that Eggy said that was when my son's mom was putting them in these private schools, the only issue I, I had was there's not many people here who look like him. Yep. And I feared... And that plays a factor, And I bro. feared when he had to be around people who looked like him, how would he fare? How he, Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's not to be on no bullshit. Oh, you don't act black, you act white. No, none of that shit. How would he be able to handle himself with people of his color when he got around them? As far as would he himself feel like I don't belong with these people? You get what I'm saying? They that, dress different. Yeah, and that shit plays they a talk, big factor. They dude. talk different. Yeah, that plays you know a big factor, man. And I can see, but those worries quickly went away. My brother, who's the same age as my son, when they hang around each other, it's like my brother who goes to a public school, a very black public school, there's no difference. Mm -hmm. There's no difference in far as the way they act. The music they listen to, they both wear Jordans and skinny jeans, and they both got the weirdo young nigga haircuts with yeah. the with the Mohawks and the the Odell Beckhams, and they they it's so that went away, <laughs> that went away as far as because I don't want him to lose himself thinking he has to be a certain person but he because has, he's he, in a school with nothing with he, people he, that he look have, nothing like he, him. But he have yes, a sir. he have a balance. I think that's important he, for him. He have a balance because okay, you send him to school here, so he's learning how to operate and maneuver in this world with people right? who don't look like but him. then when he come home he's around people he's who back look like to him. reality of this is our world this is so you combining the two worlds so he'll be able to move he'll be able to move and shake no matter what side no of the, the he's on because like me like i said I, I grew up in public school but i also grew up in miami during the 80s and 90s and you know it was a lot going on back then growing up in the bigger city so the first part of my life all the way up into high school i was in an inner city school i was in the black so once i went to this white school i i had so much street smart and i and i can identify with my blackness without having to lose myself but i had to learn quickly how to adjust adapt to maneuver and get through their world so i'll be able to graduate high school and and that brought me it was still a public school but that brought me balance and that's a whole part of who I am today and why I have the drive that I have today. Because, um, like you say, a lot of people have to be self-sufficient. A lot of people are not as self-sufficient to self-motivated. Uh, 
to uh, to go get it to to, right. to be a go getter. Right. And and growing up in Miami during those days, that put that that grind that drive in me. So once I once I got here and I was like, okay, these people are looking at me like I'm an ignorant black guy. No, you say know, be, it. Say because it. I'm an ignorant nigga. Yeah. They looking at me like I'm right. an ignorant nigga only because the white, I mean, only because the blacks that's from that area, they never challenged anything. Right. So when I got there, I'm challenging everything the teachers say. You know what I'm saying? The teacher right. telling me this, this, and this about my culture. And because I come from a, a, a line of grandparents that was college graduates that lived, grew up in Louisiana and different places in the South that experienced you know, racism and stuff like that. So they told me who I was. They they helped me identify what what culture, and I'm from a race of people that's bright and smart and brilliant. So when you're trying to tell me something about me and I'm challenging you, now I'm just this ignorant, rebellious nigga to them because I'm not going with the status quo, mm-hmm. you know, like all the other blacks that's from that area. And that's a part of who I am today. It's like, you're not going to piss in my face and tell me it's rain. Right. And... If you're white and you grew up with privilege, you can't tell me how to be black. You, you can't tell me that only way I can do X, Y, Z is if I go pay a school $100,000 just for me to read a book and then tell the instructor or the professor what I read. And then they say, yeah, you comprehended what, what you read and give me a piece of paper. That ain't worth shit. I can go and read that book on my own and then I can make it do what it do. Yep. And like you were saying, that was the only thing I was worried about was how he would be perceived at his school when all of his life he's went to a public school. He has dreads. His mother has dreads. His father has tattoos covering both of his arms, his hands, his knuckles, his neck. How would he be perceived to others who've seen him? Like, oh, man, they can just afford it. He may not belong here. They just can afford the price to be in here. Right. And that was the only thing I was worried about until a uh, earlier point that you made about the teachers prescribing meds, my seven-year-old, he's the same way. Like I explained to you guys and how active he is, my mom, who's a teacher, said, oh, he's just smart. He may be bored. So it may not be that he has ADHD. My son, the seven-year-old, was supposed to take a gifted test last year. So you may have a teacher who don't know how to maneuver with this kid who may think he's just a troublemaker. He talks too much. What if he's bored? Yeah. Yeah. What if he he's on principal honor roll and he's finishing the fucking work so fast? He's you're not, boring him. He's not challenging him. You're not challenging right. him. Right. So yep. my son, the older one who's a good student, the younger one who's a fucking excellent student. What if he's bored? So you're so quick to mistype and misjudge and stereotype and peg these kids only when they're black. Challenge they, they, they will label a black kid quicker than they will label a white kid. All the stuff that you're saying, if it was a little white kid, that's the first thing they would have said. Oh, maybe he's bored. Or let's put together a game plan that's structured just for him and the way he learned to keep him attentive in class. And let's see if we can challenge him more to be like, maybe he is too good for this shit. Right. And maybe he needs to be moved up or maybe he needs a harder curriculum for him. Listen, right? we, we come from brilliant-minded people coming from being of African descent. If you look back in the days, our people were sharecroppers. They were factory workers. They didn't go to college and all this stuff, and they they invented a lot of stuff, and they created a lot of stuff off just their mind alone. Right. So now you got to where white society is saying in order to be successful, 
you can't use your own mind and create your own, which what we're that's what we're used to doing is creating our own. You're telling us the only way you can have success, the only way you can have wealth and, and finance is if you go to school and get this overpriced degree and then you're already in debt from that degree. Um, so you underwater and then now you're telling me that I have to come and get this job from this white guy who's not going to pay me enough to even keep up with the cost of living of the area that I'm in, let alone pay back $100,000 for a damn degree. We can talk about that. We probably should move on because I could go about about how colleges are are, are don't get me started. Soon as a kid, don't get me started with the college. He's hundred thousand in debt. Yeah, don't get me started. That's another subject. Another day. But but one last thing, man. Shout out to Vincent Conyers. Shout out to Mr. Contreras. (laughs) Shout out to Ms. McDermott. Those was the only three that I that I can remember off the top of my head. Those are the only three teachers that held me down and showed me love. And we want to give a shout out to all the other good teachers out there. And we appreciate what you do and keep up the good work. I also want to give a special shout out to my wife, who's a teacher. She's been doing it for about 15 years and she does a great job. Okay, that's it for this week's episode of Uncensored Mics. Catch you guys back here next week. Until then, peace. Thanks for listening to the rawest podcast on the planet. Be sure to subscribe to the show and share with a friend that needs to hear that raw. Oh, yes. Don't forget to follow Mel, T'Challa, D.A., Nori, and Eggy on all social media at Uncensored Mics. And if you have some feedback for the show, save it for someone who gives a damn. See you again next time on Uncensored Mics.